0: Hello and welcome back to Unclassical for episode four. Father. I think so. Hello, everyone. I am Marsha, and I'm Katie. <laughs> Have you heard some disturbance? Katie just moved her mic. Um, yes, we are back for yeah. I think episode four. I think it's four. I think it's four. Yeah, um, yeah. Of Poirot, and last time we found a mysterious wedding ring really? in the pond. Oh, yeah, yeah which Poirot that. went digging for, and he doesn't uh, disturb his costume. He does not. Did it have initials on it? It I mean, had from R to someone. I don't know. Whatever I said it said. Oh, I've, I've got the page open. It had from R March 13th. Was she not for the year? Yeah. <laughs> it's more poignant really, isn't it? Yeah. And also, let's be honest, March 13th is a shit day. It's still cold. <laughs> it's a rubbish day. Maybe that's why they want to like, pep it up with a proposal. Uh, anyway and we would you also... not rather it be summer yeah <laughs> just hang about well not if you're going to be murdered you That's know you got to get a move on with yeah, these things yeah exactly time is of the flipping essence yeah apparently and so. um, we also said well I said last time that we were going to be looking at the parlour maids this episode oh those saucy parlour maids I actually wanted to skim over some details of the plot to sort of like get it moving along nicely because we've, we've had the murder we know like there are some suspects like, let's fucking get to what's going on it oh, yeah, but yeah, it's really fucking hard when there are descriptions of people like this. Yeah. Ahem. We found Mrs. Aykroyd in the hall with her small dry... Small dry what? With her was a small dried up little man with um... an aggressive chin and sharp grey eyes and lawyer written all over him. How do you have a fucking aggressive chin? Oh no, you can definitely have an aggressive chin. <laughs> those and first. dried up. Oh yeah, sorry. It's dried up as in like he's shrivelled and needs to moisturize or dried up as in he's a husband? Oh, I don't know. I mean he he actually seems quite good at his job kind of. Well, he he knows what's going on. So, ah, so I guess, guess needs some moisturizer. Like a some moisturizer, honey. <laughs> some moisturizer. But like you can have an aggressive chin jutting out like, Who? I'm annoying. I'm annoying. Ar- an arrogant chin," I'd yeah. call it. He's getting what inheritance. My Hoo. chin knows. <laughs> Hey. Anyway yeah so they're chatting about the will and who's getting what and um, I think we said last time that um, Flora's like getting 20,000 so she's fucking buzzing and uh, yeah I'll get into who's getting what else in a minute mm-hmm. <clears throat> so everyone including the staff in the house or some of the staff have done rather well out of <coughs> Marsha died Maybe we a little bit <laughs> Nice. I don't know what that was. I think i got hair in my throat, and you know when you kind of think I'll style it out. And yeah. Then... And then you just proceed to die. You sweat yourself. The strong, weak everyone. Anyway, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, so, yeah, some of the staff have done rather well out of this Well. <laughs> And everyone's uh, now a bit suspicious looking. However, Blunt doesn't get anything. Yeah. So maybe that makes him even more suspicious. Mm. Um, so Poirot um, gets the doctor to ask Blunt some uh, rather blunt questions hey. <laughs> about his connections to Mrs. Faraz, uh because they knew each other. And Blunt also reveals that he's a bootstrap for cash himself at the moment. Yeah. And maybe that's why he's sniffing about Flora. So he might not do well. Ooh, you boy. But Flora's going to do fucking well, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. can get Ralph out of the scene. It's framing for a murder, marry Flora, and be a well kept young, well, old murderer sorry, man. Why do you think she's going to be interesting when you're an <laughs> old man? I don't know. Uh, easily to, easy to manipulate to Oh, apparently. the patriot. <laughs> the arrogance of men. So, general side note Mrs. Ackroyd, Flora's mammy, is annoyed that Flora got left more dollar than her because she thinks it shows that Roger didn't trust her to take care of her daughter Ooh, and reveals. Oh, um, savage. Yeah, and it reveals that um, Roger never gave either of them an allowance, so they had to beg for money from him and it was super stress. Um, to be fair, that is fucking shite. It is really. It and especially as he was. Of- Loaded. And also just for like the time itself. like, it's not like she had the option to go and get a job it's Yeah like, well, must Live under a man Yeah you know, but spend no money but also live your own life like can you just can we just like agree a certain amount for you to give me a month No! Come to me if you need money, this is fucking un- unlivable Yeah fuck you, yeah. fuck you Roger, I am him Right exactly, fucking shank him hey. Yeah, um, she uh, did. <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> So Mrs Ackroyd is also pissed that Miss Russell, remember the one that had yeah. the dalliance, um, got left £1,000 which is quite a lot, seeing as the yeah. club got left fifty, Raymond, the secretary, got left five hundred. Also Parker didn't get get left anything. Parker hadn't been there very long they had he? I can't remember. Um <laughs> I think he was quite new. I think he'd been there like, like just over a year or just under a year or something. Can't so. remember. Apparently he remember better than me. No. But anyway, he didn't get anything. Um I wondered whether Roger was paying for Miss Russell's about silence about something, and that's why she got left so much. But anyway, Ooh. Mrs. Aykroyd is pissed that she got left that about. I think Mrs. Ackroyd got left like ten thousand. Um, so yeah, the doctor. And that's the thing when you put it in context, like yeah. twenty thousand. You're like, I mean, she's. I mean, it's not like she's set for life with that. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of money, doing wrong, but it's yeah. not like you can retire. But obviously, in those times you yeah. could, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I it's Like For a I few mil, yeah, I wasn't thinking um, about it like that. So uh, the doctor and Mrs. Ackroyd are checking this all over, and he basically says, "Well, it's all going to be okay. You got ten thousand. Yeah, she's got a cash. She's got head screwed on. It's all going to be all right." And um, he's like, "But are you okay for cash at the moment? Because obviously that's not come through yet. And um, you know, do, can I give you anything? Are you all right?" I need to get some fucking rich mates, but. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll have a cheeky meal. <laughs> I not grand. You <laughs> yeah, know, che- if you got going. Yeah, yeah how but right, right. Right. Um, But uh, Mrs. Ackroyd says it's chill because Roger cashed a cheque the day before he was murdered, so it's all good. How suspicious. How, how suspicious. How convenient. Well that's exactly what our dried up little aggressive chinned lawyer thinks. Uh, Seems very convenient. Uh. (laughs) So the lawyer's ears prick up and he wants to check that all the cash is still there because this is only like the day after the murder. So they all head up to the bedroom where uh, Roger kept his cash and Raymond- why does he keep his cash in his bedroom? Just wait for it. So he keeps his cash in the bedroom in a bedside drawer. Raymond the secretary goes up with them and uh, yeah let me find the page because this is what Raymond has to say. Secretary all right all right yeah here is the money he said taking out a fat roll of notes you will find the hundred intact i know for mr aqua put it in the collar box in my presence last night when he was dressing for dinner and of course it has not been touched since why were you with him when he was dressing for dinner well he had to get undressed for the boning (laughs) didn't he and it'd be rude to leave straight after (laughs) so you know i just stuck around while he sorted his money out yeah like I was having a little recovery, lying in bed. Secretary indeed. Literally, that moment he says it really innocently and everyone just kinda of looks at him like, um why why were you <laughs> here? Why were you here? Like, so what kind of secretary role is this? Yeah, like why why are you ever in his room? <laughs> yeah, this is fucking weird. Yeah. So yeah, no one questions why Raymond's watching Roger dress. But everyone knows they're in a relationship. <gasps> the ring from R. <gasps> oh, from <laughs> Raymond to Roger. That's not it, by the way. But that would have been so good. That would have been cute. Yeah, but then not so cute if Roger had all. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not cute when murder gets. Yeah, (laughs) murder is never sexy. Never cute. Anyway, uh, they count the money and forty pounds is missing. There's only sixty there. Hey Raymond, come on now, come on. There's a general like, could you have spent some money before putting it away? And uh, Raymond, fucking rich people, comes out with this. I'm sure he hadn't. He even said, I don't want to take £100 down to dinner with me. Ooh, too bulgy. <laughs> mm, too bulgy. <laughs> so- Sorry. Like also, I don't want to take a hundred pounds down to dinner with me. Aren't you ever going for dinner in your house? Yeah, that'd be weird anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, I don't... pay their salaries. I don't need cash at dinner. Literally, I was like, someone's not tipping. Can you imagine going down for dinner? And be like, oh, I must just grab my purse. Like, <laughs> Why would oh, you do that? Fucking rich people. Yeah. Um. So, just in case. <laughs> so naturally, they cast suspicions on the parlourmaids, and it transpires that Ursula bought. Bitch, I'm a parlourmaid. Ain't going up there. Yeah, shit. Oh, that's such a fucking good point, but they do. Why are they a the They're housemaids. Yeah. Some I mean, dicks. I guess it's just semantics, I guess, but still. It's the English language, and use it properly. Um... So many your books, they spell things differently. Like, showing is spelled with an E. shewing. In what? In a, um, the book I am reading. Oh. Next. But yeah, I mean, it's not supported, is it? But yeah, they write things like and They mean like showing, and I'm like, why is this. Why? Just why? Why? Just why? Anyway, anyway. Anyway. So it transpires that Ursula Bourne gave in her notice to Roger yesterday, not long before he died. Ooh. weird can you imagine? Like giving your notice and your employer gets murdered. Like, like hours later. Like, <gasps> Wasn't me. That's fucking what he is. <laughs> So um, they asked Miss Russell because she kind of like runs the parlourmaids, um, and she says apparently Roger was really angrier and um, that Ursula had messed up the papers in his study, and he had a really long rant at her, and she basically went, "Fuck you, I'm off, Bebs." <laughs> you messed up the papers in my study, fat I right, right. I right. <laughs> Excellent. If anyone didn't get that, that is the screaming lady in the cat meme. It's a very important meme. <laughs> I, it's just it's just good <laughs> it applies to everything so uh the uh the, the doctor in Poirot and probably i don't know some other people in togo to chat to ursula and she confirms that yes roger was very angry that um she mislaid some things in the study and um she says the rant took somewhere between 20 minutes and half an hour and that's a long rant they're kind of like that's weird yeah like half an hour and she's like not more than half an hour and like Okay, and then she's like, and then yeah, I said I'd um, I'd be off then, and, um, yeah. and then she says she doesn't go into Mr. Ackroyd's room anyway. She's the parlourmaid. She's parlourmaid, and that's Elsie's work. So um, oh, Elsie. Uh, well, <laughs> they chat to Elsie, but it basically it, all it says is, do have I got it here? Elsie Dale. <laughs> Elsie Dale was a big fair girl with a pleasant but slightly stupid face. Wow. She answered our questions readily enough and showed much distress and concern at the loss of the money. So it's not her. <laughs> to be fair fucking genius I like, if I put a bit of a stupid ditzy vibe they ain't gonna believe it. oh I I don't know I've never seen a hundred pounds in my life I wouldn't know where was it oh I'm I'm very sad the master's gone yeah Hi! I'm Elsie Dale, I'm big, fair, and stupid! I'm big, fair, and stupid, but I'm nice enough! okay, bye! Hi, cat, Seriously, men are so fucking easy to manipulate. Literally, like, <laughs> like I'll just put, be stupid and wear a yeah, low-cart top then. Yep, yeah. oh, fucking. Should we go commit a murder and get away with it? <laughs> yeah, let's fucking shank them yeah. off. Like, why are women wasting any money, uh, money, well, money too, any energy on men? Literally, like. Like, what? Just. All in the bin. In like. the fucking bin. Right. Anyway, um, the inspector is like, um, uh, the police inspector is like, I think Parker done it. Just need to figure out how he uh, has a literally watertight alibi. Goodbye. Butler done it. <laughs> Butler done it. Um, and Poirot says uh, to the doctor that he's noticed that Ursula's alibi is the only one that's not been confirmed. So she said she was in her room that, at that time, but no one else obviously saw her in her room. And so he's going to pay, uh, or he wants to pay her pre previous employer a visit to get the DL on Ursula but for some reason he doesn't want to go himself so he sends the doctor um, but he's like sorry do you not think I have a fucking job
1: yeah <laughs> oh wait
0: I forgot he's GP oh yeah exactly he's got a lot of spare time yeah um, uh, but then Poirot kind of like admits that at the moment all the evidence is pointing to Ralph uh, yeah. mm-hmm. so Poirot sends a doctor to see Mrs. Folliot at Marby Great. Grange excellent Folliot. imagine being uh, called Folliot Folliot Folliot. Wonderful Folliot. name. i calling out an assembly. <laughs> Imagine uh, that in the doctor's room. Mrs. Folliot. Mrs. Folliot through to uh, Dr. Shepherd, <laughs> Mr. Folliot. Mrs. Folliot. Mrs. Folliot. Folliot. I'm going to yeah. change my name to Folliot. Okay. Um, well, you, you might not like her. Anyway, um, she like uh, opens the door and she's all like, oh, yes, hern. very happy I to mean, see I mean, Mrs. Folliot you. seems lovely. The s- but the second, so I burped her through up in my mouth slightly. Lovely. <laughs> the second Ursula's name is mentioned, she's like, she, flat. she just, her face like goes blank and she's like, Oh, um, why do you want to talk about her? Sorry, I'm now scared of Ursula, what did she fucking do? no oh, I don't know. And um, then... What did she fucking do? No, what did she fucking do? And he's like, oh, I'm just like checking her references. Ew. And um, she's like, oh, her work was always very good. Um, yep, she did that. Sorry, Ursula is behind her. like Tell them any I'll shank I'll shank ya. I just imagine because it's El- Ursula and Elsie. Mm. I imagine, like, yeah, Elsie's all like cute and blonde yeah. and bubbly and cute, and Ursula's just there looking like the fucking ring girl. <laughs> oh, gross. Surely that's the vibe, Elsie and Ursula. Ursula is meant to be a bit of a looker when you look past the solemn facade. But anyway. Um, so, I mean, like, the, the ring girl without the mods. Like, the, the ring girl was fit, Marsha. The <laughs> ring girl before she fell in the well. Yeah. So, like, before she goes all gross and rotten, but like. It's a creepy, so 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 she's got a pretty face but she's all dark and sullen with long hair like (laughs) creepy and really dark eye like Mm -hmm. like rings under her eyes this This is is how i imagine ursula so um just painting out a picture (laughs) the doctor's like oh where does she come from where's her family and she's like i don't know so she's worked um away from them for like a year so she's only been gone from this house a year yeah and he's like uh didn't she work for you for like two years and she's like I don't know, a year or two, something like that. I don't even think about her. Why are you asking me all these questions? Uh. And he's like, oh, sorry. This is kind of like standard to like follow up references. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, like I said, she was very good at her job. You go Goodbye now. now. Yeah, literally, and don't um, be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Yes, yeah, the doctor can see there's major tea to be si- uh, spilt, oh, yeah. but Mrs. Foley <laughs> will not sister be in. literally send Caroline along. She'll fucking sort it out. It's yes, like now I've brought us a sponge cake. Now I understand there's Ursula character. Mm-hmm. What a Alright, <laughs> now have a slice of cake and dish the. <laughs> tea, tea. of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually so he goes home to caroline but not to request her help and while the doctor has been Did out then she was like i've already been i know oh. i know she's like oh i know the background i know the goss on us yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> like, like, sit, down, sit down um, but while the doctor has been out poirot has been to talk to caroline Oh, Ooh. he's like i have come for the for the tea on your brother for the tea on your brother please bill please bill she's like wow well, take a seat well I wrote these notes I can't remember what he came to ask but anyway um, the doctor's pissed um, that like he's come to talk to Caroline but Caroline why, why isn't she allowed to talk to her he's fucking my neighbors my detective and I only want to be the one to be with him I had nothing to say there I telling <laughs> so I'm just a silent staring blood like blood came out of her ear <laughs> it's like I, just, I felt my brain get stupider yes. this is what they did they make us so fucking angry yeah. our brains like Fizzle. But Caroline has had a lovely time getting today, probably. Oh, yeah. Who says she has the makings of a detective and a natural psychological insight. Oh, doesn't she just? She does so doesn't It's she. oh, Mr Shepard. Jealous. Like, well, I've been now asking Mrs. Foliot questions. What did she say? Don't I say now, for stupid. <laughs> she was, oh, so she didn't say anything useful. No. No. Not so much. She mustn't tell me. <laughs> she didn't tell me, Carol's already out the door. Yeah, and literally. Like, yeah, she I got it. It's like I got it. Also, um, oh, this is it. So Caroline has told Poirot about the conversation she overheard in the woods with Ralph and his mystery girl. Excellent. And the doctor is like, "What the fuck? You're putting a noose around Ralph's neck." And she's like, no, I'm not. You should have told him. Ralph obviously hasn't done it. And the only way we're going to find out who did do it is if we tell Poirot everything. Um, yeah, otherwise it's well suspicious. Yeah, and I'm like really are judging that you haven't told him. Why are you being so fucking weird? Yeah, it's like, it's like you suspect him. If yeah. you didn't have anything to suspect, you'd have told him. Exactly. So actually, the only one who's pointing the finger of guilt at Ralph is you? you, dear brother. And she's like, actually, um, Poirot agrees this is sort of helps Ralph's um, case because he thinks he was probably out with the same girl the night of the murder and has a solid alibi yeah and then the doctor is like then why the fuck hasn't he come forward with this solid alibi and caroline's like to protect the girl dipshit hey <laughs> okay that's actually a very valid point <laughs> yeah she's also told uh, prior the names of all the patients that the doctor saw the day of the murder and he's like well how the fuck do you know that she's like i've got a very good memory james much I'm better than very you very intelligent and i have the makings <laughs> Take I'm like you, brother, dipshit brother. Oh my god, I could just punch you, James Oh my god, I could punch him. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <sighs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, she's like, I saw Miss Russell with her a bad knee. Hey. She's up to something. I'm just not sure what yet. And the doctor doesn't say they chatted about poisons. After all, Roger wasn't poisoned. Yeah, because you kind of ascertained there weren't any good ones that were untraceable. So yeah. as it was Stabbinses made an appearance. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, uh, stop keeping stuff to yourself, you stupid fucking doctor. Well, Sorry, I'm starting to su- suspect the doctor. I know he's well stuff. Stuff. Yeah. So Ralph's description has been wired all over the country. And no one's seen him. So I, at this point, I was trying to think like, has Ralph did too? Like, could be suicide, or even like the murderer got him as well. I don't know. Speedy and, murderer. And the police also haven't found a match to the fingerprints on the dagger yet. And Poirot says um, that they should compare them to Roger's own fingerprints. And the detective is like, stab himself in the back, did he? Stab himself. Stevenson strikes again. And he's like, no. The killer wore gloves and put awkward hand around the hilt after the climb. The prints are at a rather awkward angle, no? And the um, uh, inspector's like, yeah, I'll look into it, fair enough. enough, enough. (laughs) So um, there's an initial inquest thing that's going on where they've kind of like named Ralph as like a person of interest and all the family attend plus Blunt and Raymond and afterwards Poirot wants to talk to them all and the doctor and so they go to um, meet them all and he's like, if anyone here knows where Ralph is, Say it and he's Say it uh, now forever hold your Say it now or tell me more stuff later. <laughs> and and he particularly like, targets Flora and he's like, You might be protecting him but not tell me, tell me, tell And me she's like I don't know where he is, I've not seen him since the day of the murder, that's why you've been fucking hired. And he's like Good point. <laughs> 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 And um then be um, like now somebody tell me where Ralph is or if you don't Caroline will get it after you later. <laughs> yeah, exactly, I shouldn't Caroline. I shouldn't Caroline. She has giant t- cakes and she'll have it out of your <laughs> Um So everyone's silent until Mrs. Ackroyd says, it's a good job Flora and Ralph's engagement wasn't public and worries what will happen to the estate wealth if Ralph is found guilty. It's friendly. It's friendly. It's friendly. Thanks. Thanks. Um, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> okay. okay. Don't be suspicious. Don't, Don't be suspicious. suspicious. Everyone's um, so sass. But Poirot's not dumb. And now, monsieur et madame, said Poirot rapidly, I will continue with what I was about to say. Understand this. I mean to arrive at the truth. The truth, however ugly in itself, is always curious and beautiful to okay. the seeker after it. I am much to age. My powers may not be what they were. Here he clearly expected a contradiction. Oh, i so old. <laughs> Out of the game. No? Oh. <laughs> I'm very old and ugly now, Yes. <laughs> Okay, you <laughs> <laughs> You're all going to prison. i embarrassed. <laughs> in all probability, this is the last case I shall ever investigate. But Hercule Poirot does not end with a failure. Monsieur and madame, I tell you, I mean to know. And I shall know in spite of you all. Ooh. Right, <laughs> right, right. Um, he brought out... <laughs> <laughs> he brought out the last words provocatively, hurling them in our face, as it were. I think we all flinched back a little, excepting Geoffrey Raymond, who remained good-humoured and imperturbable, as usual. It's good he didn't like transform out of being human. That, yeah. Been <laughs> i am shocking. Did I say good-human? Yeah. Good-humoured. Good oh, good-humoured. Like, thank God for that. And <laughs> like, just pops out in a lizard, like, ah, sorry, he <laughs> scared me. Lizard <laughs> man. Ah, it doesn't... How do you mean in spite of us all? He asked with slightly raised eyebrows. I picture Jeffrey Raymond as Michael McIntyre. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But a a lot younger. Yeah. But just that, monsieur, every one of you in this room is concealing something from me. He raised his hand as a faint murmur of protest arose. Yes, yes, I know what I am saying. It may be something unimportant, trivial, which is supposed to have no bearing on the case. But there it is. Each one of you has something to hide. Come now, am I right? His glance, challenging and accusing, swept round the table, and every pair of eyes dropped before his. Yes, mine as well. I am answered, said Poirot, with a curious laugh. Oh, I am answered. (laughs) 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 Um, He got up from his seat. I appeal to you all, tell me the truth, the whole truth. There was a silence. Will no one speak? He gave the same short laugh again. (laughs) "Uh-huh." Saint Thomas, he said, and went out. I had to look up what Saint Thomas was. Saint Thomas, what the loss. Here we oh go, it's a sauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame, because you're dead. It don't hurt, because you're dead. <laughs> that <is> lucky you wow. <laughs> are. Oh my God, little memory is amazing. Les poissons, les poissons. How I les poissons? Excellent. Excellent song. Uh, I can't really sing the whole thing. Anyway, um, it means, that's a shame. That's a shame. Oh, it in the song, to be fair. Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, I guess you're all oh, going to have to love. fucking die. <laughs> so I just imagine being sat in the room at the time and just sort of like thinking like, did I not tell you something? Yeah, like, literally. Like, I, I thought I covered it all, but all like, right. Just so like, I didn't do the washing. <laughs> <laughs> there are some like confessions as they come. And he's like, thank you for coming forward. That, mean, that means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say something like that, it does make you think like... yeah. We had gravy? I don't know. What do you want from me? (laughs) You're hiding something. What? Like, please, I I want to help. I want to help. (laughs) Do you want, like, what did you want? Do you want to know What I have breakfast? (laughs) I don't know. Um, Anyway, so uh, the next chapter. That evening at Poirot's request, I went over to his house after dinner. Caroline saw me depart with visible reluctance. I think she would have liked to have accompanied me. Poirot greeted me hospitably. That's a difficult word. Hospitably. him with a radish? <laughs> with, with a radish? What was it he threw over the fence? Oh, a marrow. A, a marrow. marrow. <laughs> boink off your head. <laughs> fucking marrow. Ah! He had placed... Oh, I remember I wrote this... Um, I, I flagged this But He had placed the bottle of Irish whiskey, which I detest, on a small table with a soda, water siphon and a glass. He himself was engaged in brewing a hot chocolate. No. It was his favourite... It was a favourite beverage of his, I discovered later... I get one of those <laughs> yeah so oh, lovely I want one do you like um, hot chocky? oh so um the doctor asks if Poirot agrees with Caroline that Miss Russell is suspicious oh my god I remember this bit mm. fucking hell so Poirot nice no, fucking your brain's gonna freeze again Katie um so Poirot says laugh generalised La generalized Poirot they are marvelous they invent haphazard and by miracle they are right not that it is that really Women observe subconsciously a thousand little details without knowing what they are doing. Their subconscious uh, subconscious mind adds these little things together and they call the result intuition. Me, I am very skilled in psychology. I know these things. Oh, when you actually. So, sorry, sorry, in the most patronizing way possible Mm. and big headed way possible, what (laughs) you're actually saying is. Women don't need training, they already know it all. Literally, but it's like, oh, little women, they don't even know. Subconsciously, they are just uh, picking up on everything. And they call it intuition. I've had to train, but uh, oh, little women. Little little women, they do it by themselves. I've had to train for years and edit it. Love Love them. them. Love Love them. them. Sorry, I'm gonna twat you with a marrow. You (laughs) can't have your fucking marrow back up your ass. Can you imagine? Uh, Like, what you actually said there was that women are smarter than you, and yet you made it so condescending is that I can read you like a fucking book, Poirot. Wait, you are a book. Simmer down, you literal book. I'd be reading it, and what I'd be reading is a con... <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so we're not going to be using that word anymore. Oh, I just, it is what it fucking is. It is, is. what it is. Look, if you guys to have speeches like that, you must expect to be called these things. Literally. <sighs> literal book. I love them. I literal love them. <laughs> <laughs> literal book. Literal book. you're trying to get on your high horses, Poirot. we get. Why not you go out in the rain, see how long you fucking <laughs> last out there, you paperback. I'd like to just say we are literally like shouting at a book. <laughs> it's been a long week. Oh, this book smells old. I sniff it. I have a bit of a cold, so. It does smell old. Yeah, it's, nice. it's nice. Oh, I like books that smell old. Yeah, it is. Anyway, um Anyway, eBay. Yeah, that's probably why. It's very cold. <laughs> anyway, um, then Prairie was like, a, um, you and I have seen the exact same things. You should be making the same conclusions as moi. No. And oh, no, the doctor didn't train for years to be a detective. Apparently. And the doctor's like, Neither am I a woman or a trained yeah. <laughs> no, Well, as a man without mm. a degree in psychology, mm-hmm. no. No. And uh, the doctor's like, I think you're making fun of me. I haven't got a clue. <laughs> and uh, Pyro is like, Ah, because you know that more personally and I am removed. I can see the truth. To be fair. And. Uh, yeah incidentally uh, the doctor shouldn't actually be providing medical care for people that he knows Hmm. Uh, it's actually yeah a conflict of interests and quite unprofessional was this in these days gone by because obviously oh no it was obviously completely fine then yeah yeah but um just saying he shouldn't really be doing that just really um, anyway, so his sister should also be allowed, probably allowed to leave the fucking house and not be his personal <laughs> secretary. I know. So Prior reveals he's been looking into the mystery man that the doctor saw heading towards Furley when he left. I'm telling you, it was four eels in a trench coat. Don't <laughs> like tell a mother that they're breaking up with her daughter. <laughs> so we find out that the mystery man had had a drink at the Three Boars before he headed off mm. to Fernley and had an American accent. And the doctor Sorry, confirms. Sorry, Jackson. I <laughs> am Quills. the doctor confirms that yes a faint one and then Poirot produces the quill that he found in the summer house and the doctor remembers something <gasps> and says heroin no um it's hot chocolate <laughs> <laughs> this bit this bit <laughs> this bit <laughs> it's so fucking weird yeah. so Poirot goes yes heroin <laughs> can't do it <laughs> it's making me tired too much because it's so surreal we oui. Heroin. Snow. What? Snow. <laughs> dra- 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 take takers carry it like this and sniff it up their nose. Great. What fucking heroin? Who's snorting heroin? Did oh, they mean cocaine? <laughs> Unless they had special snorty heroin back then. This is like some Pulp Fiction shit. I'm um, not very good on my drugs. <laughs> It's, which one of them is opium? Is that heroin? Opiates, yeah, that's a heroin. Yeah. So you can get it in different forms. Yeah. So maybe... But also they're so casual, like they sniff it. Do they? Do they? And from a quill, apparently. <laughs> is they that carry the... it in a quill what, and is, sniff is, it. Is, um, is a quill the 1920s version of a crack nail? I guess so. <laughs> 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 but it carries it around in it. In the I, quill? Like they hollow maybe the feather out, or like cut to the end so it, the feathers are already hollow. Yeah. And then a little, little sniffy sniff. I just feel like I'm through the fucking looking glass, but I kind of feel like maybe Agatha Christie. Her, maybe, she knows a lot about prescribed drugs. But yeah, maybe she's like, and when it comes to recreational, I don't know, I'm I don't not good know. Girl. They sniffed the a heroin from a quill, maybe. <laughs> Um, so anyway, Prioris says that's how the Americans and Canadians like to take their heroin. Uh, further confirming that the quill belongs to the mystery man. It does it. <laughs> does it? All right. <laughs> Sorry. How long are you training again for? you? Sure been I... Sniffing the quill. Yeah, I'm gonna go chat with Caroline. I think she's. I think she's got more of a grasp oh, on the situation as it's. Down. <laughs> Poirot also says that the man um, that passed the doctor was um, could have either been heading towards the main house or he could have been heading towards the summer house for a secret rendezvous. And the presence with of his the, quill, with his quill, and the presence brain. of his quill and the stiff white material inside the summer house confirms it. What's with the stiff white material? Is exactly what the doctor said, and um, <laughs> Poirot pretty much goes, <laughs> "Use your brain, James." <laughs> is it- Is it jizz? And the the man's ego is hurt at that, and uh, so he quickly changes the subject. No, sorry, but why is it? And the stiff white (laughs) material is... (laughs) Jizz? Painted? Painted? And he doesn't even say what it is, uh, because um, the doctor's like, I don't fucking know. Anyway, sorry, Uh, but what was it? We don't find out yet. This is what I mean, the Doctor's like, oh, I feel embarrassed. Well, sorry, the was No, the was... mystery man visiting? No, Doctor, if you want to be a detective, if you want to play detectives, yeah. you've got to get the answers. Exactly. You can't just change the question when you're being silly. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he's like, well, who was the mystery man visiting? And Poirot says that Flora and her mum had moved here from Canada, so that could be a link. Uh, then again, maybe not. <laughs> so that may or may not be a link, but a quill and an American accent. Ah, yes, it's the heroin quill. <laughs> the heroin quill. Is it? What? I was <laughs> like, sorry, what? Just... just like looking at the whiskey bottle, like, how much of this have you had? <laughs> yeah. she's like, you sure it's hot chocolate you got in there, Poirot? Right? Yeah. Like, this quilt is empty. Are you sure <laughs> Did you have no, those? All right, it's all right. Um, so then they move on to Ursula Bourne and um, about her weird dismissal, the really long like exit interview, and her unverified alibi. And Poirot um, asked the doctor at this stage to write down his theories as they are, thus to sort of see uh, if they're all singing from the same hymn sheet, as it were. We have to write it, do um, something to do. <laughs> <laughs> So I say when you've got a visitor and you just don't know what to do with anyone, it's like... <laughs> this is the weirdest party game ever! Why don't dev- you write down your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, how shit would the party have to be? Like, on what? Generally? The weather! Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to have a bit of quiet actually! <laughs> okay, why don't you write down your thoughts right now? <laughs> Have so, a little quiet time. <laughs> Draw me a picture. Why not? Oh, sounds lovely. <laughs> so okay. uh, Point number one, after the doctor written it down. Mr. Aykroyd was heard talking to someone at half past nine. Point number two. At some time during the evening, Ralph Patton must have come in through the window as evidenced by the prints of his shoe. Point number three. Mr. Aykroyd was nervous that evening and would only have admitted someone he knew. Point number four. The person with Mr. Aykroyd at 9.30 was asking for money. We know Ralph Patton was in a scrape. Uh, these four points go to show that the person with Mr. Aykroyd at 9.30 was Ralph Patton, but we know that Mr. Aykroyd was alive at a quarter to ten, therefore it was not Ralph Patton who killed him. Ralph left the window open. Afterwards the murderer came in that way. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, uh, uh, Okay, okay. Um, Oh, I've actually said carry on reading. Okay. Exciting. How exciting. Um, And uh, who was the murderer, inquired Poirot. The American stranger. He may have been in league with Parker and possibly in Parker we have the man who blackmailed Mrs. Farrars. If so, Parker may have heard enough to realise the game was up and told his accomplice so. And the latter did the crime with the dagger which Parker gave him. Hmm. It is a theory that admitted <laughs> Farrow that, that is a theory <laughs> Decidedly you have cells of a kind Cells as in brain cells nice. but it lives... Cells of a kind Wow um, oh, that's hard. I know so, I am a doctor <laughs> I am a trained man of medicine <laughs> like, You may have had your fucking psychology degree mm. i realize it's not as good as just women being born <laughs> but i've delivered women yes many of them like. so you want to get on my level bro? you want to go Fucking go i'm a fucking doctor <laughs> to be fair i do get why he's annoyed like you can see you have some intelligence like yes i'm a fucking doctor i don't go into it so much but there are loads of my notes when i was reading the book when caroline's coming to me like i'm oh, sorry caroline who here is trained as a Fucking doctor! Like I don't know. Maybe if we lived in a different time, I could have been trained as a detective as well. <laughs> but wait, no. <laughs> well, luckily for me, we <laughs> live in a patriarchal society, which so means you're below me. So simmer the fuck down, yeah, Caroline. Yeah, exactly, Caroline. You no. may be born great, some men have to train to be as clever as you, Caroline. So simmer the fuck down. You're making us look bad. Yes, yeah, so shut, up. I'm shut, a up. Felix. Shut me when you say things like that, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do my filing? Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Love you too. Decide, decidedly sells of a kind, but it leaves a good deal unaccounted for. Uh, so- Sorry, did, did you just invite me over here to make, to, as an ego boost, to yourself, <laughs> yeah, did actually. you just wake up and not feel so good? Did you invite me over here to make fun of me? <laughs> like, Am I a joke to you? Are we friends? <laughs> Bring me, invite me... I'm very confused. You invite me over. You give me hot chocolate. Then you, no, you, no, no, no. He makes himself hot chocolate. He gives him Irish whiskey, which the doctor doesn't even like. He's too British to say he doesn't like it. But he doesn't even offer him a hot chocolate. I don't want a hot chocolate. You didn't even offer me a hot chocolate. And then you... Th- and I thought you were offering me heroin. Then you suggested we sniff it. At which point you <laughs> lost me completely. But now you're insulting me and saying women are the salt of the earth. Um, I'm very confused. But you still seem to think you're better than... That. <laughs> and this all stemmed from you throwing a marrow at me. <laughs> sorry, and also you know I was saying last time, like when's the funeral? This is literally s- still like the day after the murder, maybe two days now. So I'm like, sorry, it's been it's been a hectic forty-eight hours. Yeah, like, sorry, so I asked the doctor. Are you doing something? Why did <laughs> like prepare the body or check him over? Yeah, like someone else has the body now. I guess because it's police shit. Yeah. Anyway, so the doctor's like, quick, just, just go. Shit, am I going to be Yeah, Fuck. Um, so the doctor's like, such as the telephone call, the pushed out chair. Do you really think the latter's important? I interrupted. Perhaps not, admitted my friend. It may have been pulled out by accident, and Raymond or Blunt may have shoved it back in place unconsciously under the stress of emotion. Then there is the missing 40 pounds, given by Ackroyd to Ralph, I suggested. He may have reconsidered his first refusal. That still leaves one thing unexplained. What? Why was Blunt so certain in his own mind that it was Raymond with Mr. Ackroyd at 9.30. He explains that, I said. You think so? I will not press the point. Tell me instead, what were Ralph Patton's reasons for disappearing? Sorry, just to interrupt. Uh, Um, You think so? Well, we'll move on. Like, what do you want? Do you want to explain yeah. the reason? No. Do you want to extrapolate? I want to extrapolate. That is a dirty word, you dirty <laughs> bitch. Dirty girl. That's the best thing ever. <laughs> Kelly, what are you going to do with your life? I'm going to get what I want. <laughs> Everyone look up Let Me Borrow That Top if you don't get the you reference. You need to understand Kelly. Oh, I'm going to watch that after this. We'll put so it on good. immediately. So good. borrow um, a top. borrow um. top. Aren't we friends? <laughs> the doctor. Aren't we friends? <laughs> I see that you have some brain son. <laughs> Aren't we friends? Don't be a butch. Don't a butch. <laughs> yourself a hot chocolate and not offering one. Don't be a butch. <laughs> Let me have a hot choc. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a hot chalk. Let me have a hot choc. Amazing. So what's the problem? Give me a hot chocolate! <laughs> okay, can we actually redo this? Mustaches and monocles A yeah. hot chocolate? Yes Okay, okay, That we we know what we're doing We're gonna doing. film it scene by scene so it's accurate Cool, cool, yes. you free this Sunday? <laughs> yes For this I am <laughs> Yeah, Dad can get far <laughs> <laughs> We'll give Dad a father's Yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, let me get back to where I was um, <laughs> You think so? I will not (laughs) press the point. Tell me it said, what were Ralph's patterns? (laughs) What What's what's Ralph up to? Why did Ralph run away? (laughs) (laughs) Why is he scarpered? Do you (laughs) know where he is? Not really. Not really? (laughs) that's uh oh this is a doctor talking that's rather more difficult sorry that's rather more difficult (laughs) it's (laughs) rather more difficult i said slowly i shall have gone i shall have to speak as a medical man ralph's nerves sorry that's him doing the little flex as As a a medical man who isn't (laughs) fucking stupid (laughs) ralph's nerves must have gone foot as a medical (laughs) I'm going to use some um, medical terminology so try and keep up keep up guys his nerves must have gone <laughs> like oh, I'm so glad you prepared me for that that one was really hard to follow <laughs> just imagine Poirier's face wow <laughs> no why are they both fucking as bad as each other they're both just a bunch of fucking assholes that's why they're mates oh they're just sort of like we're so we're still so clever trained men uh, as a medical man as a medical man his nerves must have gone <laughs> Imagine Caroline just at oh. the window like, "Fuck him!" Fuck you like, I didn't get invited to this <laughs> because you thought I might not be able to keep up. Wow, okay, guys, okay. Okay, <laughs> <You> fucking <idiot>. As <laughs> a medical man, his nerves went. <laughs> 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 favourite bit I like to imagine Agatha Christie writing this like fucking men oh my god because she was having to work in a pharmacy and also during the war so it would be yeah. less men available generally but a better man would have come in and gone like can I speak to a man like no like yeah he said oh have you got a scratchy throat have a lozenge oh as if I couldn't fucking handle yeah. that yeah <laughs> it's the same old thing as well isn't it so like um, I want to talk to a doctor and nurse like I've actually done like six years training mm. and uh, or and the you're... woman doctor I am a fucking doctor doctor <laughs> yeah and also the nurse like I actually have done a lot more training and also I actually spend a lot more time with the patient so you really want the, doc- the doctor to administer this injection that he doesn't do on a regular basis but I do 400 of them a day you really think he's going to be better so I've had experiences before where the doctor's kind of like and I understand doctors don't have much time they look at your top line of um, symptoms and they're like it's this and then like before I've gotten a bit upset and like spent ages talking to a nurse and she's been a bit like I see why it sounds like it's that, but actually talking to you, it seems like it's actually this. Yeah, and it's because they have. Well, actually, probably because they just make the fucking time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, isn't it? And also, they are just mm. generally trained trained to have better bedside manner. I'm not yeah. saying doctors don't know. Guys, doctors doing a fair bit of It's not a slight on you. It's a slight on the patriarchy. Yeah, <laughs> but ridiculous. Yeah. Um. I have lost where wear- oh, up foot of course. <laughs> to bring it back. Uh, and in a medical, in uh, my medical opinion, I believe his went... like <laughs> <laughs> so glad we have you, doctor. It's so such a credit. If he suddenly found out that his uncle had been murdered within a few minutes oh, of to his be fair, leaving him, what such a fantastic insight as a medical man finding out his uncle is murdered recently after seeing him. I. I I have oh. detected and surmised shrewdly. I have detected that his nerves did in fact go. Foot, fucking <laughs> like, uh, stab you! After, I'm going to bring our stab in. After perhaps a rather stormy interview, wow. well, he might get the wind up and clear right out. Sorry, he farted out of there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, men have been known to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why is he Lockhart? Why are they both Lockhart? Act guiltily when they're perfectly innocent. Fucking <laughs> stabbing his little audience. <laughs> oui, that is true. <laughs> it's Puro like, um, pu- Puro, Poirot. they the like right? chocolate. That's painful. <laughs> 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 But we must not lose sight of one thing. I know you came claim to... to be a medical man and use the word. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck did you train? <laughs> Literally, that's so train. the fuck does this... <laughs> you? Man. are a detective, and you think the mystery man snorted heroin because you found a quill. What? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> literally moving
1: on. And now we
0: should not look at this anymore. We move on to a topic that does not make us look fat. This is why we are friends. <laughs> yeah. But we must not lose sight of one thing: we uh, are both very clever men. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I remarked. Mm, oh, why are they the worst? Motive: Ralph Patton inherits a great fortune by his uncle's death. That is one motive. Agreed, Poirot. One, we, oui. one. <laughs> Uh, Do you realize that there are three separate motives staring us in the face? He fucking loves her I know Somebody certainly stole the blue envelope and its contents That is one motive Blackmail. Blackmail 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 Ralph may. Wait, when we um do this, like with the, we have to do, like an introductory bit, and mm. then with that bit, just to the camera and zoomed in. Black man. <laughs> Black man. <laughs> Ralph Patton may have been the man who blackmailed Mrs. Ferrars. Remember, as far as Hammond, that's the um family solicitor, knew Ralph Patton had not applied to his uncle for help of late. That looks as though he were being supplied with money elsewhere. Then there is the fact that he was in some, how do you say, uh scrape. Which he feared might get to his uncle's ears, and finally, there is one you have just mentioned. Okay. <laughs> Dear me, I said rather taken aback. The case does seem black against him, does it? Sir Poirot. That is where we disagree, you and I. Three motives. It is almost, uh, too much. I am inclined to believe that, uh, after all, Ralph Patton is innocent. Dun, 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 dun. just caroline like fucking idiots he clearly done it <laughs> he clearly done it um, no caroline is fully on my no, side because he's fit <laughs> just had to remind everyone that is why she's on his side he's fit with lovely uh, manners silly woman yeah silly woman they call it intuition call um intuition i call it <gasps> woman's <laughs> i call it foot <laughs> foot, foot. foot. <laughs> <laughs> So stupid. Um, the next day, Mrs. Aykroyd, Flora's mammy, yeah. um, sends for the doctor, basically saying she's succumbing to the stress of the situation. Yes and so he Christ. goes to her and he's like, Want some tonic? Have your nerves gone foot? There's a medical man, I do believe, Mrs. Aykroyd, your nerves might have gone foot. And because he doesn't like Mrs. Aykroyd, he's like, I'll never fucking drink. <laughs> like, he considered alcoholism. Yeah. It seems to have uh, killed a few people in the village. Why not you? <laughs> yeah. Why there are you? you are! <laughs> Living! Living, not even a little bit dead! <laughs> Selfish, selfish. Woman. Did your nerves even go foot? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to talk to Ralph about that? Yeah. Um, li- uh, Ralph, liked it, to be fair, my nerves did go foot. <laughs> they did go foot. Uh, she thinks it's Ursula who done it. So do I. just scary. And uh, and Ursula's yeah, trying to stir shit up. Um, yeah, she is, demonised. She also reveals that herself, Mrs. Ackroyd, has Scottish debt collectors after her. She reveals that she has a Scottish accent. That's really rude None of you have (laughs) picked up on that. Yeah, go on. It's not subtle. I'm very Scottish. I'm very Scottish, and none of you seem to reference it. Um, And the doctor basically says um, this bit trigger warning this bit is extremely um, offensive. Uh, So the doctor basically says, Yeah, they, as in debt collectors, tend to be Scottish with Semitic ancestry. Oh. I literally had to read it twice. I was like, What's. Semitic, And because I like, was so used to hearing like anti-Semitic, um, oh. I was like, for a second, I was like, what's Semitic? Oh, wait. You mean they're Jewish. But she didn't say they're Jew- oh, oh. Oh. Agatha. oh. Agatha. 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 Literally, I almost didn't put that bit in because I like, was just like, oh, that's, wait. wait a minute. But nah, that's, nah, not nah, cool. nah, that's not cool. That's not cool, that's not. So times uh, have moved on It's no longer cool But there are still people Who make jokes like that um, The doctor lately thinks He's well funny right now Oh, I, I mean it wasn't cool at the time It was mm. just accepted Because people be cunts mm. um, But yeah so, um, Oh Aggie Oh uh, Aggie Aggie Make me Aggie Not to, not to downplay it Just a bitch <laughs> She also let slip That the day of the murder She herself went into Roger's office Because she wanted to see A copy of the will To check that she and Flora Were included Don't say that like why would you say that so it's kind of she's being like um so Mr Poirot obviously said we've all got something to hide this is my thing to hide but I know if I tell you you'll represent it properly to Mr Poirot because I didn't fucking kill Roger I was not fucking involved but I just wanted to know what lay in my future and Mrs Ackroyd has a lot of shortcomings but I don't actually think it's that bad to want to know if you're going to have a financial provision oh no I totally get it it's just like I didn't, given the circumstance that I kept one on arrest. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, but also, so she was looking for the will. So I don't think it was Ursula that messed up the office. Mm. Mm. So, anyway, while she Oh yeah, so then she goes and confirms it wasn't Ursula. So while she was rifling through the drawers, Ursula came in and oh, um that's scary eyes. I know. And uh, and so yeah, she comes in and Mrs. Ackroyd is like, Look, it's in here look at that dust and Ursula is very polite um, but, you know, she doesn't miss a beat, and Mrs Ackroyd knows that, and she's like, she knows exactly what I'm doing, fuck, she's got oh, my Ursula's number. Oh, Ursula's fucking scary, I don't like... So I just imagine, like, I just imagine her being really creepy, like, knowing it, like, those kids <laughs> that just know too much. They know too much. Well, um, <laughs> she's saying that um, she doesn't like Ursula, and uh, there's something different about her from the others. Too well-educated, in my opinion. You can't tell who are ladies and who are help nowadays. How like, fucking rude is that? Like, okay. Like, she's too smart for her own good. You shouldn't be that smart if you're just a servant. Like, oh, fuck off. Yeah, fuck off, you can't. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> I like wow. my servants fair and stupid, like Elsie. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Elsie. Uh, I'm getting all right. I'm all right. I am elsie i am getting alright i am what i do not really know my numbers too well, but I can probably get you some plates for dinner. She does sometimes get the wrong number of guests to dinner, yeah. to plates ratio. Just sometimes it works out when there's an extra one like you, Doctor. Yeah, first is. Um, and what happened next i asked nothing at least roger came in and i thought he was out for a walk and he said what's all this and i uh, i i i i i i said nothing i just came in to fetch punch which i i presume is a book (laughs) or a dog (laughs) and i took punch and went out with it uh, Born stayed behind. I heard her asking Roger if she could speak to him for a minute. Ew. I went straight up to my room to lie down. I was very upset. <laughs> Why is she telling? <laughs> like, yes, you were very upset. You've just literally framed at this point. She doesn't know she's handing in her notice. You framed one of the servant girls, but I do not know what's going on in here. Bye then. I'm going to get fired. I'm too smart for your going anyway, bitch. Yeah, literally. Just, what can I? Um, then, the doc- to be <laughs> then? The doctor using that word. Then the doctor asks if Mrs. Aykroyd left the silver table open. He's like literally just like a wave of genius. Like, was it you that left the silver table open? And uh, she confesses that she did. Ooh. Ooh, that she was going to get some of the values in there, of uh, some of the values. Well, I gave away what she was doing. Sure. She was going to get some of the items in there valued, and then obviously sell them to help pay her debts. Yeah, are um, you sure? Mm, but she was startled when she heard footsteps approaching along the terrace outside. So just sort of like ran away, which proves Miss Russell did enter through the window. Mm. So what's Miss Russell been on about? Sorry, so, but it just, heard the idea of people coming through windows is disgusting. Right? <laughs> so also, so if Miss Russell's been out, maybe the stiff white material belongs to Miss Russell. Serge's. Maybe surges. Um So the Doctor eventually excuses himself and Ursula's out in the, like, Leaving hallway, that we call it the leaving hallway, <laughs> the entrance way. Yeah, and um, she's but like, for the one for leaving rather than entrance, entrance of course, thing. of course, you know, the Covid times, yeah. Um, so she's in held... one door out the other, <laughs> exactly. That's where I think the saying comes from. <laughs> so it's just a straight road through, straight don't turn, don't talk to me while you're in the house, get in, get out, <laughs> to be fair. Sounds good, yeah. sounds great. So the doctor, uh, um, yeah, excuses himself and uh, us is out there and she helps him on with his coat. Can you not dress yourself? Not really. <laughs> not really. I'm a very silly man. I'm a very, very clever man. Don't you know, I'm a medical man oh, goes, I tried to put the foot. coat on, but I dropped it and it went foot. It went foot. In uh, my medical opinion, I do believe it went foot. He can see she's been crying. And um, he says that he's just heard that it was, in fact, Ursula who asked to talk to Roger and not the other way around. And she was like, I meant to leave in any case before, like, the whole paper thing. Um, and the doctor is like... Uh, it, Oh, and then as the doctor is walking out, she asks, um, has there been any news of Captain Patton? Uh, let me find my thing. I shook my head, looking at her inquiringly. He ought to come back, she said. Indeed, indeed, he ought to come back. She was looking at me with appealing eyes. Does no one know where he is, she asked. Do you? I said sharply. She shook her head. Mm. 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 Seems suspicious to me. Suspicious to No, indeed I know nothing, but anyone who was a friend to him would tell him this. He ought to come back. I lingered, thinking that perhaps the girl would say more. Her next question surprised me. When do you think the murder was done? Just before ten o'clock? That is the idea, I said. Perhaps a quarter to ten? That is generally before ten o'clock, yes. Oh, not perhaps. Between a quarter to ten and the hour? Weird way to say it. Mm. Not earlier. Not before a quarter to ten. I looked at her attentively. She was so clearly eager for a reply in the she affirmative. She was boning the dude um, in that uh, time. Roger. Huh? She was boning Roger? No, no, no. Oh. The dude, she says she'll come back. Oh, Ralph. Sorry, yes. Um, yeah. His name fell out of my head. Yeah. She was boning Ralph mm-hmm. and he then went off like... But in but like before ten o'clock, mm. so that would be his winner to kill him. But mm. like, so she's like, if it was before, it was him. If yeah. it was after, it wasn't him. Yeah, so that's why she. It was answer. in my badge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she was so clearly for um, a reply in the affirmative, and F- Flora is the only one that's provided the fact that that was the time he was killed. But anyway, uh, no one's like verified that. Anyway, um, mm. That's out of the question. I said Miss Aykroyd saw her uncle alive at a quarter to ten. She turned away, and her whole figure seemed to droop. A handsome girl, I said to myself as I drove off. An exceedingly handsome girl. Just like, what an interesting conversation. But I shall focus on the fact she really is surprisingly fit. Well, obviously, because uh, that's the idea that her and Ralph were getting together. But we, mm. the only way they could possibly conceivably ever be a romantic connection connection between a man is and a, a connection, girl. like a connection. a connection with a croissant. Yeah, so they're going to get croissants involved. That's why <laughs> Ralph's got to yeah, go yeah, to France to yeah. get some more croissants. To be fair. But the only way there could possibly be any romantic connection with a girl is mm. if she's fit. They have Literally. to really hammer home the fact. you see awesome. that all the time. It's all sort of like. And um, he had dark eyes and uh, b- uh, uh, brown hair. Mm. And it's like, and she had luscious, luscious locks. locks. She had beautiful hair and a be- surprisingly, stunningly beautiful, mm. yeah. sexy, beautiful, lovely, pretty face. Yeah. And she prettily walked down the hall mm. with her pretty boobies, boobly, beautifully boobly, boobly. long. And she had elegant, sexy, beautiful hands. Mm. And you're like, I still don't know. Is she blonde? Yeah, literally. like Redhead. Right? Who knows? Oh, okay. No, okay. So. Uh, where am I? So, oh yeah, I think she was talking in the woods with Ralph. Oh yeah, 100%. yeah. And Flora is the only one that says he couldn't have been killed earlier. So, uh, go, Flora. I think is a fucking liar. Yeah. Yeah. So, the doctor gets home and Poirot has been round again, asking Caroline to find out what colour Ralph's boots were. He thinks they were brown, but Caroline has found out they were, in fact, black. One point. <laughs> Caroline. See, Caroline has got. I think the men just need to sit down at Caroline and have yeah, free reign. Literally, the doctor's pissed again that she's involved. He's my detective friend. He's my detective only. I'm allowed. He asked me to play first, Caroline. Yeah, you're not allowed to play. So only boys are allowed. Yeah. Don't you understand? This is like the twenties. Women aren't allowed jobs. He's the inspector and I'm the doctor. We're very well educated men. Very <laughs> well educated men. Sorry, I keep saying it's the twenties. Is this the twenties? Yes, okay. I think. I think so. Although I read something, a reference to the war earlier, and I was like... There was a war before the 20s. I know, but it kind of sounded like the Second World War, and I was like... Mm. <laughs> but no, I think it, it has to be the First World War. Yeah. Um. So, um, there was war before the 20s. What? <laughs> you should so <know> nervous! <laughs> so the Doctor then goes, there's a whole thing, like, Caroline wants him to go talk to Prio and he's like, oh, do it i we want to want you, Caroline. And Caroline's like... I'm not like, going to talk to you now, he's been talking to my sister, and there's no Yeah, we see new girls. And um, Caroline's like, well, he wants some jams, so take him some jam. And she's like, fine, I'm gonna go take him to Jam until totally tell him what I found out about Mrs. Ackroyd! Oh, let me find my page! Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, so he goes into paro's house, and this is what paro says Sit down, my friend, he said. The big chair, this small one, the room is not too hot, no? I thought it was stifling, but refrained from saying so. Oh, British. The windows were closed, and a large fire burned in the grate. The English people, they have a mania for the fresh air, declared Faro. The big air, it is all very well outside where it belongs. Why admit it to the house? But let us not discuss such banalities. You have something for me, yes? That's I just like because it is such an English thing. Like, it's got some fresh air in it. fresh air. I right open the window. Do <laughs> other countries not do this? I, I think it's nice to have fresh air inside. I suppose sometimes if... No, because he's making it hot inside. I don't know. I was like, isn't it so stuffy? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. If we've got any international listeners, like, it's, I can understand if you live in a country where it's hotter outside, you have aircon. Yeah, but um, fresh air not a thing. <laughs> like, Do you not like the fresh air? Yeah, we've well, got against the fresh air. Yeah, it's nice. Sorry. Um. So when Prior was caught up with what went on with um. Mrs. Aykroyd. They both agreed that Miss Russell was out that night meeting someone, but who Who was was she meeting? meeting? Who (laughs) was she meeting? There was a pause. By the way, I said, I've got a message for you from my sister. Ralph Patton's boots. They were black, not brown. I was watching him very closely as I gave the message, and I fancied that I saw a momentary flicker of discomposure. If so, it passed almost immediately. She is absolutely positive they are not brown? Absolutely said so regretfully, that is a pity. And he seemed quite crestfallen. Mm. Interesting. The plot doth thicken. Can. They discussed that Miss Russell was chatting about drug taking during her appointment. Impatient yeah, patient doctor confidentiality. He was yeah. a bit like, oh, that was after the medical discussion. So yeah, I could chat about that. I like, okay, hey. don't quite think that's how it works. <laughs> I wouldn't want him as mine. Yeah, literally. And Poirot um, is like, cocaine specifically and the doctor's like yes you know that one you snort yeah not like heroin not like heroin the Doctor's like how the fuck do you know it was about cocaine and Poirot produces Friday's newspaper and there was a rather sort of sensationalist article about cocaine and he's like that's where she got the idea about the cocaine and he's like oh okay then <laughs> And then Raymond wafts in and um, he says he's been feeling rather guilty since Poirot says they all had something to hide. And he confesses that he was in a spot of money difficulty before Roger died and his inheritance of £500 sets him on his feet again, pretty much to the penny. And he didn't want to say before because he thought it looked a little bit suspicious. I mean, it does. Mm -hmm. But it's considered he has a watertight alibi. He was with um, the major... Blunt, cunt, I know. Um, yeah. and um, so he should come and tell Poirot because Poirot did say to just come and tell him everything and Poirot praises him saying that he knows when people are hiding shit and so he always presumes that is the worst shit mm. but again like thank you I do not care <laughs> thank you very much now get out of my house so Raymond trots off and Poirot says that many people at Fernley stood to benefit immensely from Roger's death only Major Blunt does not. That's what I fucking said earlier, actually. Yeah. Um so um already called that. That's why he's schmoozing Flora. He's yeah. a, he's a famous woman hater. And now he's just fun, suddenly like flaunted. Flora. For, he's falling over Flora. That's yes. hey. I knew there was something in there. I was like, Cody, there's something here, it's there, I could grab it. Um he's falling over fauna. Flora. Flora. Um or no, he's I... flooring over fauna. Oh, he just wants the fucking dollar. He does want the dollar. Yeah, right. 100%. No one draws this conclusion. Anyway. um, It's because we're women. We understand better. mm -hmm. But as we're women, we're not educated. We're not educated. We just think it's intuition. We can't say. So anyway, Poirot now considers that the murderer and the blackmailer might be entirely separate people. And that Parker may still be our blackmailer, but not our murderer. And that he may have removed the letter. So they head over to Fernley to... Do a little experiment with Parker. Poor Parker. Mm, I know. Poor, poor Phil Mitchell Parker. Yeah. But we will have to get into what goes on at Fernley <gasps> next week, everybody. Da da da. How exciting. How exciting, how exciting. Oh, it is. It is Taking along, isn't it? Yes. So, yes, if you've enjoyed this, you can follow us over on our socials. You type in on classical. That's us. Yeah. Um, see our faces. We're over there. See our faces. There's some fun stuff over there. If you've really liked what you've heard and you want... More, you can go over to our Patreon page. Um, we have different levels there. The yep. higher levels, you can get sent some cool stuff as well. Who knows you also get, you get early, re- you get early release of the um, episode as well, which is always exciting. And yep. yeah if you go for a higher level, you'll get something in the post and who doesn't oh, like that? Yeah, exactly. Everybody likes post. Yeah, Unless likes... you're a Dursley. Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, um, we will see you next week, guys, to find out what's going on with Parker and everybody else. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Bye.